wiggles, not the kind that wiggle tea that you drink, not scribble all together in a cottage she calls day. Cherries and tea with Nanny B. Hello and welcome to my cottage. I like to call Dave. The tea is brewed and my neighbor Jules will be bringing us a story any minute now. How remarkable. It seems someone is knocking at my door. Hello, Nanny Bee. It's your neighbor Jules with a story. What perfect timing. Hello, dear. Do come in. Why, thank you, Nanny Bee. We have got a tale today that follows Flossie, a long-legged spider, into a whole new world. Are you ready for a story? Oh, yes, please. Okay, then... The Vacuum Bag City, adapted for radio. Flossie was a daddy long leg spider, even though she was a mommy. She had been building an empire, an elaborate network woven across the room, a nursery ready to burst, and food outlets strategically placed. That was until the day. The day someone decided to use the special attachment and the extension arm, the day someone decided to vacuum. One minute, Flossie was happily weaving her southern quarter. The next minute, she and all her little ones were zipping down into the unknown. They landed, still intact, but a little disoriented. Flossie started counting. One, two, three, four, Nineteen. Phew, you all made it. But soon as she counted, nineteen was off to check out the new abode. Seven, eight, and nine were next, and before Flossie could decide to venture out herself, all her children already had. This new land was like an underground lair, dark and mysterious, but full of yummy treats— aphids and fleas, the antennae of a moth, the wing of a bee, just about every exotic dish you could imagine. And just when the supply started running low, a new batch would be sucked into the city. It took a while to get used to living in the dark, but they adapted. Flossie took to rolling in glitter to zhuzh things up a bit. For some reason, there was a never-ending supply of glitter. And they weren't the only spiders in town. There were the east side spiders who had been sucked from the formal dining room. We only eat the finest cuisine and only mix with the favored and cultured. They were snobs, admittedly. And even though six and fifteen often played with their children... Flossie was never invited over for dinner, or tea even. The Southside gang were friendly enough, but you could never be quite sure of their motives. They'd learned how to live in the cellars and took every opportunity to kill, steal, and destroy if they were in the mood. Flossie told her children to steer clear. Not all of them listened, and to this day she has no idea where 17 and 18 are. The north side is the most popular region, the shopping tropolis of the city, right where all the new gear and guests arrive. 
It's a booming area with everything a spider could want. The other mommy spiders act like they like Flossie, but she knows full well that as soon as her back is turned, they're all, Did you see her new shoes? What was she thinking? And how about her not-quite-matching bag? Where'd she pick that up in 2019? <laughs> to Flossie, there was more to life than shopping, more to life than the latest, and certainly more to life than spending it with two-faced spiders who think because they grew up in the master bedroom closet, they could look down on those who didn't. The West Side is where Flossie felt at home, there's something about the sprawling front lawns and kids kicking a fur ball around on the street. Someone is always having a barbecue or a garage sale, and the schools are as good as they get. Tammy May invited Flossie over for a chat the minute they met, and the chatting hasn't ended. It's not so much that they have a lot in common. They just get each other and are both ready to laugh given any excuse. One afternoon, they laughed so long and so hard, Flossie dropped her new baby sack and had to spend the next two days looking for it. It was camouflaged by a large piece of lint, the grass of this region. The great thing about lint is it's a lawn you never have to mow. And with all that extra non-mowing time, you can stop and smell the dog hair. Did you notice I said the new baby sack? And yes, that means Flossie has found a daddy long legs. It was all so unexpected. She was busy working at the central government offices when one day, Darren walked in with the longest, leanest of legs, Flossie could hardly stay focused on her work. Now, you may have heard some people deride government employees, saying they aren't motivated or interested even. But no one could say that of Flossie or anyone in her department. They were so diligent, forever chasing up, following up, and tying up loose ends. Why, the minute a case landed on her desk, she would set to work. Sometimes she'd even create a case when there wasn't one at all. She was that keen. Nope, her department never rested. The tax office is always on the case. And that's why, when Darren was repairing the photocopier after hours, Flossie was still there. He made some excuse about needing more toner or something or other just to see her again. And that's all it took. Before you knew it, they were planning their wedding. Flossie wore a pale blue scrunchie as a gown. She looked like a ballerina. Darren and his nimble legs knitted his own bow tie from strands of thread. Everyone agreed. They made a beautiful couple. Darren was so handy... He added on to Flossie's house with some Lego he'd gathered in his travels and financed a very nice lifestyle for the family with a stash of copper coins he'd also found along the way. So here we end our tale, the one that seemingly started out with a tragedy but turned out to be a new, exciting adventure. The End White. Thank you, Jules. Now I can rest easy knowing that 
all those coins and buttons and random nuts and bolts I have vacuumed up through the years are all going to a good cause. I am very keen on recycle, reuse, and repurpose. Why, this dress I am wearing today was a pair of curtains yesterday. I thought I recognized those fishing scenes. Yes, this material was hard to come by. It's not often you find trout or mackerel illustrated on fabric. And look at all the fishing lures, a cornucopia of color. And sewn into leggings and a matching headband. What a nice touch. Oh, d don't forget the scrunchie at the back, see? And a scrunchie as well? You think of everything, Nanny B. Come back next week with another story, and I will have completed my shoebox showroom. An entire wall in open shoeboxes with miniature scenes in each one. Go to nannybee.com. Go there to find out about our next story and all our stories. And make sure to like or follow us on iTunes or Spotify to get a reminder. See you next week for more Tales and Tea. Go on and leave a message for Nanny Bee, and you might be on the show. This has been a Toby Hall production for nannybee.com.